Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 84th episode of the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Educated Collins. I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. Shady, wait for it. How you doing? Oh, there's the drop. Uh, I'm doing well, Collins. Thank you for asking. How are you today? I'm doing good. Generally, well, I guess I would say. I don't know. Is that a weird answer? That's not the answer I normally give. I'm like, I, I'm doing, like, doing good generally sounds okay. No, no, no. Normally I'm like, I'm doing okay, which is a level below good or, or so, you know. So, this, Ooh, okay. Yeah, you seriously. You know, kind of interesting. I don't normally say, oh, I'm great. I'm fant- I like, fantastic. That's, you probably never hear that from me. <laughs> Wishing it. <laughs> but, you know, good is, is pretty. It's, it's pretty like, I want, I want the Lobby Legends. Yeah, doing all right, I guess. Yeah, that would that might be a fantastic. Yeah, that might be a fantastic. Yeah, that might yeah. be a, like a, yeah. But, Setting the bar there. Yeah, but other than that, like you're not getting that. But yeah, overall, I'm doing pretty good. Um, you want to get straight into it? I don't know. Like usually, you say we have a jam-packed episode for you, but I don't really feel <laughs> that you know. Like, well, I think it's good to also say like, so we missed a week. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. last week wasn't here. I was not at home at the time of the podcast scheduling you know so i was actually away during that time unfortunately for all of y'all so uh we didn't schedule like a new date for it which sometimes we do like oh if, if we're missing a day like we'll schedule it but you know came back home i was tired didn't really follow up on shady you know that kind of thing so it ended up just missing it uh, but today you know this week we're back on track hopefully so um you know, sorry about that one, but you know, it's, it's... yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's the worst thing either, just because there is uh, like not this much. is really the chill time, right? Where the game is the game, and then if you like playing it, great. If you're a bit burnt out, then there's uh, not much changing. I forgot. So... About, I forgot to add that topic. Uh, the 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 lull of the holiday season. I right, forgot right. To, I forgot to add that topic. Maybe maybe we'll just cover it blindly but yeah we don't have like us particular target but we can get started in the topics that we do have um pretty much it's mostly like the new things that are happening have pretty much been tournaments we do have the pocky well we do have the weekly overview actually <laughs> that's right that's right however i've not been playing too much pgs i think i've played like a couple games like two games this week which isn't much at all uh so i haven't really been playing bgs been playing other games um Marvel Snap's been a main one. Also, Genshin Impact has its new TCG, which is actually not as bad as I thought it would have been. Um, you know, like I, I wasn't expecting much, but it's actually not, not that like, bad. It's a game. It's actually yeah. a game. Yeah. Uh, However, like I do think the meta is solvable. That's so that would be my my biggest criteria. Right, right. Where I think like after like two months or so, if nothing changes and if don't balance stuff, you'll know. What the strongest decks are with the you know what's like unplayable and competitive environment like that's my that'd be my one gripe with it where it's like uh, there's yeah. there's not enough variety where there'll probably be like three or so viable decks and then like ah but it's it's not really the main purpose of the game so it's more like a side thing yeah yeah like, I, 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 yeah they're not they're not i don't think they're going to be putting like the resources into like maintain yeah. uh over like years or anything like that so, but day one you know it's good <laughs> but the i you know i always look through and see like yeah. how's the future hold up and there's, there's yeah there's some cracks on that so 
it, it's fun for now, but like definitely it's gonna fall off if nothing changes. You know, they could do stuff, but yeah, blah blah blah. That's been my week. <laughs> uh, yeah, my week's been been pretty chill as well. Just been liking the game, playing, uh, but feeling well. I'm pushing on my uh, Europe accounts, and mm-hmm. now I'm kind of just chilling on an A. I had them parked right next to each other, but several bumped in between, so that was rude. But like, uh, How dare he? I know, and I have to play one of the accounts and fix that. That's been my new thing, by the way. I've been saying how, how dare, dare I'm, how dare whatever. How dare they? How dare they? It's because there's <clears throat> less interest by top players, of course, mm-hmm. but I got uh, Twitch chat rank 15 and my main account rank 13, so <laughs> that's been pretty fun. Or... Uh, and it's not been. I haven't even been pushing like super hard because there's been right. a ton of games on an A where I don't know where I'm at on an A, but it's like I don't know, top fifty. Have you probably. have you noticed a difference in the gameplay with less um, like really mm-hmm. high leaderboard players playing or anything? So I do sort of dodge really high level players because I've got a shit ton on my friend list thread. So uh. by default, I try <laughs> not. So. I do I do queue into Shuva Lord quite a quite some time just because we play at the same time and right. I don't like you know I'm not gonna like sit there the whole time like dodging right, right. so I do try a little bit uh, but yeah so I, I actually play at the same time as the Russians do because I play early right and they're a bit further ahead in the time zone so uh, like Terra Blade Shuva Lord those I play um, but yeah I, I also play early so that for me also changes it a bit where. I probably play some higher ranked players, but a lot of them, right? The, it's not like I'm going to be playing RDU or so because he starts later in the day. Okay. JJ. JJ's also in the morning, so I do run at him from time to time. But yeah, essentially, to answer your question, the level overall is, I, I wouldn't say it's like massive drop, but it does feel slightly lower. But you, I mean, XQN played to defend his rank one, Babo. Is yeah, but you're, you're, not, you're on those games. You know, so does that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Does exactly. Well, I mean, I'm comparing my experience to how it usually is, right? And right. I always play at the time. Right, right. So for me, I guess there's not a drastic shift. Okay. I guess. That's what I was asking. I want your yeah. experience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because I played that early. Um, but I'm I'm still getting lobbies where I'm gaining like 70 for a first sometimes. So that's overall good, right? Yeah, I think yeah, if you're getting yeah, if you if you're getting lobbies where it's in the fifties, that's when you're starting to think like well, there's a lot of lower ranked players that I'm playing against right now. I think once like if you're hovering between sixty, seventy points, those are fine lobbies. Um so yeah, overall I guess not a drastic shift in experience. Okay. That's all I wanted to hear. You got it. All right, thank you, thank you. All right. <laughs> first things first, we've got some tournaments to cover. Pocky had a recent tournament, a lot of uh Great players in there, you know, both for Hoppa, XDG, Lee, RDU, Seville, and Victor. Do I call him Sun Bacon? I just call him Victor, guys, you know, because I know him. You know, we tie like that. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, uh, ended up. Uh, so, spoilers, if you haven't watched it, it was a good tournament to watch, but spoilers, Jeef did take it, uh, cleaning it out, but it was a pretty close competition there. And, um, Pretty always, it's always nice to have these tournaments, right? There's definitely been less of these like big community tournaments since uh, a lot of the space has been taken up by Lobby Legends, right? Because Lobby Legends does yeah. take a lot of 
it does it covers a lot like you have the qualifiers right and if you, if you're in there then you're like ah, i'm not playing in the other tours and then you have the action tournament if you're there like uh you know they're every month right so they do cover a lot so a lot of um these community tournaments that used to pop up before right you're not seeing as much of them uh for whatever reason but since there's no lobby legends this month like hey we still got tournaments uh some people yeah. want to cover pocky's been really good at that so Definitely a, a fine tournament to take a look at if you're interested in that kind of thing. And speaking of top tournaments that Pocky's in, <laughs> casting, there's another one actually going on. Uh, I think like right now or like around this time where it's the uh, WCG Rivals tournaments. The, uh, was that? I've, I've seen that one earlier today. Okay, so yeah. I'm not sure if there's like multiple rounds, but I saw the Korea Japan one, so I'm not sure if it. Has it might already have passed then. Uh, you know, I, right. it's today. That's that's what I don't know what. Okay, time. well that that was definitely that one then. So okay. that's one round. If that's if that's just a um, South Korea Japan right. game, then yeah, I, I watched that one. So that that one happened. Okay, but that that was cool. Yeah, it was Nina and Pocky casting. Yeah, Nina Pocky casting. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, then you have you know the winners then. I will say that it was on my. I was like second monitor watching. You know, okay. I was just like enjoying it. I I was not super. I I did see some really cool plays because they um, it, it's a team format, right? Oh, so, it, oh, it's a team format. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. For the final round, where I I, I don't even one hundred percent know the rules, so yeah, awful, right? <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Sure. But it, it seemed to come down to sort of a check format thing where, you know, like either one of the teams just needed a winner, right? So they just needed to produce a winner. Okay. So they picked Tess and they fed the Tess so, so hard. hard. They, like, they gave her like two hoggers and a toady. <laughs> and then someone else gave her a Void Lord to proc it and stuff. It was so hilarious to watch. And then even at the very end when it was like, four people left right so the test is about to kill someone so that would be three left mm -hmm. now the test's teammate is on like 40 health mm -hmm. now what happens is uh i believe that uh matsuri is the challenger sort of uh who isn't on the team of the test like okay. uh, so what what the the team of the test does right that's uh south south korea right so south korea sacrifices the illidan who was on like 38 health just made him concede so that they would force the final straight away so matsuri didn't have time to like you know oh. find magic and shit so the illogen just conceded just to force the final straight away and then you know the test was too big and they killed matsuri and it was over wait so that's that was so true yeah. <laughs> that, i get it though but yeah yeah that's some insane but but you know that's what happens when you're just like okay you just need to produce a winner it doesn't matter right you just produce the winner that's it doesn't matter who's third, doesn't matter who's fourth, just, you know, produce a winner. So it was like, all right, you concede now, so it's finals immediately, so I get to kill this guy. You know, don't give him time to do any shenanigans. <laughs> Which was, because the test was ready, man. The test had, like, so much stuff ready to go. So she was like, all right, I'm good for finals. Just give me give me Matsuri right now so I can kill him. Uh, yeah, that's what happens. So that was, that was a very, very cool Spoilers, by that. the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I think I think when uh, that was honestly just that was very very long minded. So if you haven't turned a ca cast off by now, to be like, oh, I don't want to hear what happens. <laughs> That's on you. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Anyways, uh, 
So that was that was very cool. So that that's that that definitely made me want to play a team, a team format, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've played. I've I've played the 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 global invitation was team format, right? And that you guys couldn't see who was who. Right? No, no, no. Um, yeah, you couldn't see who was who, but it still yeah. was a it was still a team format in essence, and like sure, but you guys you, wouldn't be able to do that. No, no, yeah. we wouldn't be able to do that. But it still felt good to be like, oh, I had a bad game. Oh, my teammate just carried this round. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that that <laughs> feeling of like, oh, like seriously, just carry. And it's not. And there's some games you you carry yourself, right? Like it put it it alleviates a lot of that like that pressure of like, oh, a solo game, one versus eight, I'm dying. Oh, I've lost the game. You know, you always feel like, oh, no, no, the teammates can carry. Oh, it's fine. The teammates can carry. Oh, it's my yeah. turn to carry. Let's go. You know, like so. The teammates will carry copium. Copium. Yeah, I know, but like, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go out eighth in the first round. It's okay. The it's teammates okay. will carry <laughs> That I mean, that did happen to me uh, a couple of times in there. And it, it is nice because it's a lot more free. And it, it also is like an overall arching of like the whole team skill, right? Where, um, yeah. you know, like, you know you, if and you're it, playing multiple days, right? Like one day you'll have a bad day or whatever, right? But over the course of like multiple ge- days, you really do get to see the better team, I would say. So I, I like it. Um, good, good. For sure. And then, and there's just a larger range of possibilities where if you have two underwhelming games let's say you're playing a lobby legends qualifier mm-hmm. it's only three rounds mm-hmm. you've got two underwhelming games you're kind of out of it right yeah. where you're already with your back against the wall yeah. it's like all right this has to be a first and then my two other competitors need to get like eighth and seventh and then maybe i'll go through whereas in the team format that's a lot of it is like well okay we'll see how the team does right there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of stuff that can still happen yeah so yeah, for sure. yeah. yeah big being able to see the teammates is definitely a different it's almost a different beast or like a different game yeah. mode yeah where then you have all this like team coordination synergy. It's a different game. Yeah, yeah. You you start positioning in a way to try and force a tie yeah, yeah. to save health versus teammates. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a way where you know if you're playing Rafam or Tess, you can really just okay, I'm playing Rafam. Let me just put my brand first. You don't play a unit that has more than whatever power, right? Just put something yeah. weak first so you don't accidentally kill something, yeah. and then just have a taunt that kills my brand 100. Yeah. percent There you go. You get my brand stuff like that and that's cool right being able to do that so that definitely opens up more possibilities for those thief heroes the the really uh you know you can actually feed your teammate yeah. i remember them asking oh what game mode do you want to would we like to add a hearthstone oh it's like team bgs add, add duo bgs like gosh i played it in, yeah. in tft it was too good <laughs> that was so good yeah so for anyone who missed that time where Collins and I played some TFT. I'm sure we talked about it in those yeah. episodes. There was an episode. Um, yeah, TFT has a um, dual yeah. mode where normally it's eight players, same as in BGs, but now it's instead of eight players, four teams of two players. And you can pass each other units and stuff. And that's so much fun. You know, imagine in BGs where you'd be like, oh, I rolled a Baron. All right, give me the Baron. Give me the Baron. <laughs> oh, I need a Baron. Oh, here's a Baron. <laughs> like, that would be so good. Where, you know, within reason, of course, you don't want to go complete craziness. And in TFT, there's like three units per game you can you can pass and all that. Right. So you, you can do something similar. But that, that would be hilarious. And, and so much fun because it really tests that synergy and then and yeah. it is a different game yeah, yeah. so that, that would be so much fun to do yeah you're making me like you're like oh, that's why haven't we done that again <laughs> i haven't even done that yeah, yeah. It's, it's a yeah. lot it's it, you do have to it's learn a lot, a lot. lot yeah you have to oh, learn a lot oh, to play to play tfts 
Uh, that's, that's oh, you mean why? Okay, I, I thought you were saying, oh, why haven't we uh, implemented that in BGs yet? I why haven't was... we? It, it is also right. a lot of work. I the same answer. Yeah, works. that is a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can play TFT, right? Just, just hit me up, man. This is perfect time. That's it is the time. perfect time. I agree. We're not playing for qualifications. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm definitely chilling a bit more. So we can absolutely do some duo TFTs. All right, turning off the podcast. Let's play some TFT. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's Next a cool month. tournament, yeah. WCG. Uh, <laughs> definitely take a look at it if you can. And uh, definitely a lot of great players. I believe three of them are Lobby Legends winners in the tournament. Yeah. So yeah. it's so stacked. Well, I mean, we, we can say, 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 say for sure. Mm -hmm. I think Yana say as well. And then who was the last one? Was it Rimgosu? I think it I think was Rimgosu, sure. right? Yeah, either way, these are all like just household. Well, not all of them, but most of them are household names. Yeah. Or I think you should know Lux, them. Yeah, look some. I don't think I know. Um, I know the entire Japan team. I know Rimgosu. I know Parsha, but I guess Pusa and uh, look some. I don't know, but I mean that's still incredibly impressive. Where a lot of the Asia players, I have no idea who they are, but these guys are just so good that it's it's hard to get around them. Right? Yeah. Well, if you watch Lobby Legends, you're gonna get familiar with those names. Very, very true. All right. Next topic we do have is about ooh, that needs to be fixed. Enhanced automatic. Is it still problematic, Shady? Or did the yeah. nerf? Did the nerf? No, no. no. Let's, so initially, right, right. yeah. No, wait. Let me let me hold back on my judgments. I'll let you formulate. Yeah, the uh, thank you. Initially, the card came out. We thought, hey. This could be problematic. It's kind of good. Then we then we watched day one lobby elections, or at least I did. <laughs> and I was like, "This is crazy. What? What is this?" But then day two they changed something. Which, by the way, I don't think it's like a great idea to like change. You know, add a to make a patch mid tournament. Like, you know, from day one to day two. No, I don't think it was day one, day two. Right? Wasn't it changed right before? I think was it? it was changed. Or, I mean, we, we can check the dates, right? But okay, if that that's weird. better, but that's still weird, right? Like Diablo's God the, the day well, before a tournament. No, 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 no. <laughs> this this was a just your classic. Oh, the quest is now more difficult to get, yeah. and it's more rare. That was sure. your classic. I guess a, a hot fix isn't as bad, right? Because it's not yeah, it's all yeah. fundamental no. change. Okay, I feel yeah. Right. If if it was if it was like a quest where like oh we just added we're removing uh you know we're removing cookbook <laughs> we're removing quests right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right no we're going to remember how to triple in the six drops because you're it's a new this. buddy medic we're bringing buddies yeah. back you know like, and uh, they're all different yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying yeah yeah you're right hot yeah. fixes are are fine I I guess that's true. Um, but they did, um, they did change it either the day before or the day of, um, and they made it yeah. harder to yeah. get. Um, I did, I did think the first day, I thought the first day it was very easy. I, I think it was between yeah. day one, day two, where the hotfix came in. It's possible. Uh, let me look at Uh, and then, and then I was like, oh, they solved it. Ah, here we go. It's now harder. You know, we, the, see, we don't even know what that means, like, from a technical yes. point. Where, what is harder to, like, they don't like sharing that type of information where it's like, these are the numbers of, like, what, what that means, right? I, I, I guess, I mean, most players, I guess, wouldn't care. But for, like, competitive players, that's, like, that's invaluable information. However, but 
it was harder and difficult, and I did see less of it in the tournament uh, following that uh, that change, right? So, so you know, I guess like you know, Blizzard's like pack it up, we're done. We don't see it in the tournament as much anymore. Whoop de doo. Uh, but for all the people playing on in ranked and stuff where it's less rigorous, because the tournament format, like if things get harder to, to do, it, it is actually very impactful because you don't have as much time as uh, in regular games where there's less of like um, that punish, whether you miss a turn or not. Like being a turn behind in tournament is like very punishing where you could be like two turns behind and ladder and you, you're, like, you're still fine some, some days or some games. So um, take it from the, reg the expert here who isn't playing. I haven't been playing as much. How's, how's this feel? Is it fine? Is it good? What's your judgment? I picked it like two or three times in the last two days where if it's being offered and it's not suicide, I'll grab it. So, so what does that mean? That that's very vague. It's so it's good. Oh, it's balanced is what I'm hearing. That, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a broken quest still because so, so this okay. is a, so this is an important, yeah, you go ahead first. The, uh, so from the, your first response makes it sound like it's, it's in a great spot. Don't change it. Nothing is, everything is fine. Oh, no, I picked I mean, it two, three that, times and it was fine. Like that sounds like, that oh, was, it's a good find. That's good. because it's more rare, right? It's so rare, it may, okay. It was maybe offered four times and I picked it three out of four times, right? Maybe like one time I was like, oh, I can't make this, right? Okay. So let's, let's say it was offered four times. I picked it three out of the four, probably won those games. <laughs> Because uh, it's pretty broken. So um, it's still it's rare, but it's still problematic, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and and this this is just the thing that happens a lot. Where if you make a quest harder to earn, if you uh, make it more rare, mm -hmm. you're gonna reduce the the suffering essentially. But <laughs> it's still gonna it's it's kind of like stolen gold when st like right now stolen gold doesn't feel as oppressive just because white paint's a thing. Because it right, really, right. yeah, it really hurts. Yeah, because you know where the Baron's gonna be. It, like you just slam white, you, like you'd, ah, you'd I gotcha. have hammers the better variant. Um, yeah, I, I like Dude, hammer. I, a lot I've more. started saying variants now in conversation because of snap. <laughs> oh right, yeah, I'm, uh, but yeah, it's it's good. Hammer, hammer's great. So hammer is one of those. I hope I can complete it, and right. if I can't, it's, I'm gonna have That's a great game. Um, so yes, the stolen, the reason why I say stolen gold is because it has a similar history where it was complete batshit crazy, mm -hmm. was dominating every game, made harder to earn, made harder to earn, made harder to earn. And then eventually it said, okay, let's just make it more rare as well. But right they, now they did that by replace. They also replaced it though. Right. That was when they added the golden hammer the same time they made it harder to, harder to see. Sure. Sure. But that doesn't take away that stolen sure. gold thing. Okay. And and the reason why I don't think we complain as much about it is that we have white main. So now, if your opponent does go leaper, you can very very easily say, "Well, you better roll two more barons because you're gonna have to move that bad boy." You know, I'm gonna put my white main in the back, and then you either are gonna not have a golden baron, or I'm gonna taunt it and kill it. So that is um, that is really shut it down. Same with Exodia, pirates, Exodia, mechs. You just put a white main where you know you're they're gonna have their golden minion and then you just destroy them. <clears throat> but that's not the case with this quest. Mm -hmm. So this quest hasn't really suffered that fatal blow. So you still fight someone with reborn Leroy. That is still bullshit. It's not like, oh, let me just deploy the anti-reborn Leroy card. <laughs> right, what would be an anti-reborn Leroy well, card? I it's guess something with like right? blasters and baron, but it's 
sorry, say again. Like beasts, I was thinking beasts, right? Where you, they just keep something. Yeah, yeah. If, if you happen to be like a full tempo beast built, um, but then, you know, again, it's not like they have to play that, right? It's it's still like I, I had this game earlier today where I just, I my board was almost nothing. I was just setting up, mm -hmm. but I had a reborn Leroy and it killed my opponent's two biggest minions. So I killed them. <laughs> right, they had like a big Gosa and a big like Taunt with Wealth and stuff, and my Leroy was like Kilbo. So that was it's it's so incredibly bullshit. I guess the problem I have with it is that you know we, we very clearly saw Reborn Max not being so dumb, and then now suddenly this is a possibility. Uh, but yeah, so is it better now that it's more rare and harder to earn? Yeah, is it still bullshit when you come across it? Yeah, also, <laughs> it's just you know less uh, lower frequency of bullshit okay so um it's not like there's not like one every game is what you're saying no i wouldn't say that on average you see it every game okay and um well here's also another thing that people can also fail with this quest and yeah. they can not roll the leroy and all that so I, maybe from a numbers point of view it's still it's like balanced. it's balanced here, right nice. they might look at that but that that's the point i wanted to bring up is that whether something is balanced or not, it doesn't only rely on the numbers. It's also like, okay, did this quest, like, is that just a really feel bad moment? So, so you also want to include player experience in the. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. It's, uh, it's what I bring up with Lich all the time, where, mm -hmm. you know, you might get Lich to a point where she's balanced. We might be at that point. But if you routinely ruin the game of, you know, two out of your seven Eight, opponents. Seven opponents yeah then that's that's not good even though the numbers might tell you hey you're doing a great job this lich hero not okay <laughs> but it's like yeah i mean it, something doesn't have to be op in terms of win rate for it to be bad for your game and, and i think this is one of those and that's cards. where i bring up leader now <laughs> this is a, this is a, this is a marvel <laughs> we snap now we snap i i heard a lot about <laughs> that card but i've never even seen it i don't know what it does and it uh it copies whatever you play and it has extra power so, sure. so you play something, they play it as well, and then they the card itself has power. So you, but it's better. Okay, yeah. but it's just better. It's it's what so you I'll do, do what but you it's do. a little bit better. Yeah. That Anyways, it is it it sucks to lose too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but moving on from that, so enhancement mechanic kind of problematic. Uh, when you see it, you just don't see it as much. But when you do see it, it is kind of a big deal. Next, we will talk about Murlocs, question mark. <laughs> now go off. Shady was, like, uh, yeah. was like, give me Murlocs, and I'll go off. And I was like, all right, here you go. <laughs> we can just talk about it, yeah. So the, um, the, the, this is just a very common thing to come up in my stream mm -hmm. and a complaint in general, right? People go like, oh, game is Murloc, game is Murloc. And the... Um, the issue I think that there is with Murlocs isn't necessarily the poison. It's how easily they can build very healthy minions and yeah. then poison. Poison. Oh, and then poison. So poison is still part of it. Ah, okay. You were gonna say well, the poison. I mean, I'd be if, like, well, if you were to <laughs> if you were to make a twenty one hundred, that's not very threatening. I mean, that is kind of threatening, right? Like, well, not in. Uh, we're talking late game. Oh, late right? game. Okay, yeah. We're going into like turn fourteen, fifteen. 14, and, okay, yeah. Yeah, so someone has like this big wildfire, you're like, okay, well, you know, you, you deal 20 damage to my 80 health wildfire, I don't care. But if that 
100 health murloc now also Has kills poison, anything yeah. attacked. Yeah. But I don't really want to emphasize too much on the aspect of, of poison, poison because I think that that's still good. Right. I just don't think that you should be able to give your poison minions 100 health 100 very health easily. Very easily. Because this is the, um, the, the problem is that it's so incredibly consistent right now. Like if you are playing Flurg, if you're playing Arana, or if you just have a good Honcho start, you can very easily force uh, having a lot of health on your Murlocs. And that then protects you versus a lot of your natural counters. So we talk about the no beast, no mech lobby and like, oh yeah, well, that's going to be poison heavy. But I've started doing it in beast and mech lobbies as well. And I'll just say, fuck it, I'll just play honchos and I'll just get big enough that I don't care if you have a rat pack. I don't care if you have deflectos. I'll just run a blaster for your deflectos. So I've started being more bold in that regard and just being like, fuck it, it doesn't matter. I'll just I'll just go honcho and so, I'll just have some that so it doesn't matter. So we used to say, okay, Murlocs, you do it in no beast, no mechs because they counter you. Yeah. Now you're saying, Murlocs, just do it. <laughs> it's you all can hard. Yeah, hard you, you, can, you can punch through the counter, right? Somebody might have a reborn coiler and it's like, my guys have enough health. I don't give a shit about your reborn coiler. And that's where it starts to become problematic, right? Like yeah. when you have the counter for poison ready, like textbook, you're like ready, you have your shit. And then they still beat you because their shit has so much health. And, and we're talking about very normal Merlot games here, by the way, because there was always that outlier, the person that got the golden brand, the mask, the right, Murkai, right. like, all right, whatever, right? They get huge, but that's kind of like a golden Nomi high roller and they right. get huge and that's just how it is. But you can you can get like 80 health Murlocs without even ever seeing a brand. Right. Like you just get two golden honchos, which I do all the time, right? If As long as you start off with like two honchos and then you push gradually into your second honcho on the board, right? You've tripled your first one, then you pick the second one. Then at some point you hold the, the extra copy in your hand until that triples. You got two golden honchos, you cycle tads, you play your seers you get to like 80 health or so. And a lot of the time, that is just enough to beat your counters. And then you have poison to beat the stat players. So it does feel oppressive, but it's for a different reason that most people say it is. Like, that's where I disagree, where I, I beat small health poison boards all the time myself, right? Especially in those beast mech lobbies. But it's the um, the ease with which they accumulate health, where they can survive the mid game, and then suddenly they beat your counters because you have a lot of health as well, and then it's just very annoying for you know players that had a great game, but then because Murlocs were in, like they go up against five poison units, and a lot of the time it's just really hard to just have everything sorted. Where you're like, okay, I've I've played Theodar, I have my three big minions, and then I also have the selfless, the Baron, and like two queens. Like I have those like seven good minions, right? And that, that's what Murlocs force you to do. If you have like one bad minion versus a Murloc board, that's it, right? Because they'll they'll just have the selfless, the Baron, and they have all their shields and their poison, and they have huge minions. So you can't have a weak link. And it's so easy for them to create five chonkers because you just talk spin all of them. And all of them also have a lot of health due to the honcho. So they don't have a weak link. And that, that's probably the thing that's most annoying, where the, they just, it's so consistent right now. So, okay, uh, that's a lot of information. Yeah. In, in terms of like what's facilitating this issue that you're talking about, where they get the 
stats so quickly. Would you primarily say this is a honcho centric problem, or would you say this is more like intrinsic to like how Murlocs play in that like they you're getting a lot of free cards da 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 over and over, and then they're giving you health, and so you they, you just end up big. Or would you say like if you took out honcho or replaced it with like a weaker var uh, variation, it would kind of fix that issue intrinsically or something yeah so i think this is a thing well for i i don't know right like i i just have my my theories on how i feel like it would go so my theory is that it's similar to what we talked about where you pull the honcho out you lose a shit ton of consistency okay so you would have a much harder time if not uh some games impossible to just hard force because I feel like the honcho is what makes it possible to hard force, like especially if you're a Rana, especially if you're Floric. You so are you, are you saying if you don't roll a honcho early, you wouldn't like force Murlocs or or like does it not matter? Yeah, like, if you get yeah the, exactly. You get so, okay. Yeah, so if I was playing Floric or Rana, I would force regardless of what I'm rolling because right. I know I'll hit it. Uh -huh. But if I'm not playing those heroes and I don't see honcho, I would probably just be like, well, I'll just go with the flow and then. If I roll into like brand and stuff later, I can still do it the old-fashioned way. Mm -hmm. But the uh, the issue that Honcho creates is that it's it's just a two drop, mm -hmm. so it's it's easy to get. And sometimes you just see it on your, you know, I had this game a couple days ago where it's like five gold, and my shop is like a tad and Honcho. I'm like, here we go, right? So it's like anytime I hit that, it's like all right, we're Murlocs because <laughs> yeah. it's it's so it's so strong, it's so consistent. And um, what, I, what I wanted to say is that it's a similar issue where, yeah, if you remove the honcho, the consistency is going to drop. It's going to be less common, but you still sort of have that um, class identity problem where you do still have this type, this uh, minion type that is extremely good at generating health and then also has poison. So I think it would be a good first step to say, let's either nerf Honcho or not have Honcho in the game and see if that's... Because the... here's the thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't even do this right now. Yes, Shady. And You're a yeah. good player. I hear you. Uh, that's... No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like it's, it's more just understanding <laughs> how stupid it is. Right? So there's, there's a few units. Like Peggy is another one of those units where I absolutely love Peggy. It's but not if, that good, Chad. No, if you compare Peggy to almost any other four drop, you'd be like... Well, this is like yes, okay. I agree you yeah, just just do that. Like some cards are just way better than the other shit you can find on that tavern right. too. Like Peggy is one of those cards. Like it's like it's insane. You can build your whole game around a Peggy if you have like a evil twin quest or whatever. But regardless, right? This is about Murlocs. The Honcho is another one of those cards where you're like, this is clearly just a way better two drop. In Always terms putting of in that Peggy propaganda any any time yes, you can. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's Deflectobot's another one, right? Like that's just a way better three drop in terms of potential than a lot of other three drops, if not any three drop. Sure. So there's there's just certain cards in this mode that are just way better than the other cards, and that's fine because you you know there's it's you can't make every card as good as every card in yeah. every step. Of the I game agree with you. Not every yeah, card has to be playable, and it brings us back to leader. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, but, but, continue. The um, yeah. Anyways, the, the the point there is that I think that this would probably be a much bigger problem if a lot of people realized, like, oh, I have a honcho, I can just force now. I like do. Is, I do yeah. agree. If 
the meta was just full of 15k players, ugh, it would be so frustrating. Such a toxic yeah. meta. If just like every opponent Sweet. was like 15k, I'm just gonna use the broken mechanics that I've learned over the course of you know the years. <laughs> I mean, I'm like poison again. Oh my god! Every time like, they always yeah, do it. Honcho, get some good honcho. Yeah, I like that's the meme on my stream. Like hey, I haven't played honcho. Honcho not that good, but okay, I guess. Right? Yeah. So you always do that. Yeah, that you find that, something and you're just like, I'm gonna hammer this until uh, everyone's dude, doing have- it. <laughs> I had that with arm. That was so good. Dude. Uh, but, uh, regardless, that that that's essentially my take on it. My right. take on it right now is that I feel like it could be a lot worse than it is right now, just because the vast majority of the player base doesn't just be like, "Oh well, Honcho, let's force baby." They um, they're looking more at, uh, "Oh, I need brand." Mm. Right, and then if I don't have brand, I can't play Murlocs. And right, understanding right, that, right. no, 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 it's not about the brands, it's about the honcho. And the honcho is a true job, it's way easier to get than brand. That, so, it gone. used to be the case that you kind yeah. of did need brand, honcho, so, honcho was in the card, right? yeah, yeah. So, I, I think a lot of people like have their strategies, and like it doesn't like change over time, or, or you know, it has like okay, this is Murlocs, Murlocs, you hit brand, and then bam, you're strong, you you know, with, with the, the lookouts, and everything, and they haven't thought of like. Do I need brand? Oh, what about Honcho? Honcho's really good. Do, what, do I? What if I just go Honcho and scale off that? Right? They haven't like adjusted their their you know, their core philosophies of like how to play a class. They have like this one yes. strategy, and it, it's they stick to that. Which I like. I, I wouldn't blame for that. I think that's like a good way of like understanding the game on a fundamental level, right? But like when you want to like get to that higher tier of like skill expression, right? Then you kind of need to re reevaluate like how does a a composition work what makes it important what makes it strong and then like if you come like oh honcho is really why i win most of my murloc games then you like you re reassess and be like oh maybe that's the core card not the brand you know i can win games without the brand but when i don't have honcho it's a lot harder that kind of thing. yeah that's, no that, that's yeah. absolutely that, it's yeah go ahead that, that's like a you know a long-winded like Re, like reevaluating of like a, a like that 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 total thought process should take you like a month or something to go through like that 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 thing I've just did it in like uh two minutes just to kind of see like this is how like players kind of like change their play styles or like come to new conclusions this is this that kind of train of thought but like usually it takes a lot longer than that just spilled out here yeah yeah you, you watch someone else do it a lot of the time right that's uh, how it happens where you can watch a great player do something and like I didn't think of that, and then then you just start building off that, and then you know that. Yeah, but that's, that, that's a different that's a different learning strategy. It's more like you copy, and then you understand through copying. You know, where it's like I'll just do what he did because it sounds it looked cool, it worked, and then like as you're doing it, you're like, oh, that's why he did that. Oh, that's why it works. So that then then it becomes like part of like I understand how to do it. I would I, say I think you can understand for the most part while just you while, see while it, you though. watch. Yeah, but I think sometimes yeah. you have to play. A composition out to like kind of understand like oh that's like why didn't he do this instead of that like oh this is what i would normally do but he did yeah weird. let me copy it yeah um, yeah the nuances you have to learn by doing it for yeah. sure I, I was you, just you, talking about yeah i mean you can copy like a a strat like you know but like that's not the same as like understanding how it works right yeah well yeah i, I think we have a difference of just definition there with i i think understanding how it works fundamentally like the broad picture mm-hmm. i don't think that requires you to play it too much ah. but the the cool thing is that 
when you learn a strategy, you're like, okay, well, what do I do if X minion type is in or out? What right. do I do if I triple into this early? Right. What if I do if I'm taking a lot of damage early? What yeah. if I do if I've been handed, you know, X, Y, Z? And that that's how you really get into a strategy where once you have all those questions answered, like, oh, I've seen this before. If I get the triple here, I take a three drop. If I do this, I got to go to that. If I get this quest on this particular strategy, then I do that. And once you have all those questions answered, that's where you truly understand the strategy. So I agree with you there. I was just talking more about understanding the core you, philosophy. You can copy to a first place is what you're saying. I yeah, I mean, okay. understanding but, that you have to play Honchos to then play Murlocs to then increase the stats, that's not rocket science, right? It's like, you don't have to play the game yourself too much to be like, oh, so he's playing Honchos to get a lot of health on the But Murlocs. what if you don't get two Honchos, Shady? Yeah, those are all the contingencies. So yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll have Arana games where I'm not rolling on two. I just had like a really, really strong start and I'll just start playing it on tier four. Yeah. So that I'm I'm rolling the haunches, but I'm also rolling the talks and you know uh, yeah. primal. Okay. Usually, what okay? So usually when people are copying strategies, what they'll end up saying is, yeah, this strategy is good, but it's not consistent. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Because exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm only time... doing the same thing and I'm not adapting to the situation. So anytime I get a bad situation, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what I mean. Like once you start, you know, understanding a strategy, then you can adapt to like those unexpected situations. And then I would say like you, yeah. you get it, you know, that kind of thing. You truly, yeah. you make it your own. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. I agree with that. All right. Uh, next thing we've got, what do I have here? What is this? How to play menagerie. That's right. You did ask about this. Uh, someone on Reddit, apparently, you know, your comment got into this podcast, apparently. <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought it was a good question because menagerie is this pretty vague concept of I'll just put a lot of different types together and make it work. I, I've given you hints. I put I put some cards in there that the, the, ah, <laughs> yes. the, uh, the brand cards to then use the menagerie jug card on the cleave. I see and the ball of minions. Excellent. <laughs> But no, but yeah, I, but how would you how would you go about describing how to play Menagerie? I I, well, I, I it's it's a tough one, I okay. think, to, to really to really explain it. So I think the um the first thing to say is that a lot of it is gonna depend on what's gonna make you stronger. So you're gonna have similar games where you just have different units on the board. Mm -hmm. So this is this is something that drives me nuts where someone might have like this 2020 droplet because mm -hmm. that happens sometimes. Yeah, you yeah. tripled, you play the light fang, you have a mask, it's popping off. And then they'll sell it for a 4-1 cycle. And they're not playing Vulgin. I know, right? It's crazy. Right, yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll just like, <laughs> let me just sell this 2020 to play a 4-1, right? Mm -hmm. And be like, and that's correct. It's like, no, no, that is like, no. Now, if so, it, now yeah. if it was a 12-12, that's when you rip off the Band-Aid, you know? Well, <laughs> even, even that, because here's, here's my take on it. Okay. So when you're playing Menagerie, and let's say you are, uh, like, old school, you're playing a Light Fang. Mm -hmm. You have to realize that Light Fang is not your comp. You're not going to be going into, like, turn 13 and be like, all right, Light Fang on the Unless board. you yeah, have all... Mask Quest. Yeah. Then you, get a gold, you get a Golden Light Fang with Mask Go for it. Yeah. Keep that light fang until yeah. you die. Well, yeah. I mean, preferably yes. one turn before you die, and then preferably you, you never die. <laughs> preferably you never die. Preferably you're forty health, and yeah. that doesn't matter. But anyway, so assuming it's a normal situation where right. you know you got a light fang early and you got like four types or so, then 
what you're doing is you're using that tempo of the menagerie setup mm -hmm. to move into something better. So a lot of the time, what is better, I'd say Theo is probably your high end menagerie. Yeah. Menagerie. Like if, if you are swapping that 12, 12 into like a six, six or six or a four, one divine shield, that means like you're, you're applying the triple to a Theo. <laughs> That's, you know, otherwise what are you doing? You're like, you're not, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the the way how I look at that as well is there's just so much good shit on higher tiers that where... you don't have to force tier, right? So like, what's the point? I see what you're saying. It's it's yeah, the 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 queen and Leroy were such a key addition to the game, where just understanding that you just need good enough units to carry you through the mid game, and then late game you can usually get to a point where you have two, three killer units, and you just fill in the blanks with, you know, selfless Leroy Queen. So that that 2020 droplet, that tempo loss of changing it to a 4-1 Cyclone, that is then going to make sure, not make sure, but that's going to make it more likely that you take damage. That's going to make it more likely that you can't level. So then you won't be finding the Theo, you won't be finding the Queen, you won't get the brand or whatever to transition. Because if Murlocs are in a lot of the time, you're just playing Menagerie until you can switch more into Murlocs, where uh -huh. you just have some Poison Ball of Minions. But another big thing is, excuse me, do you have access to Murlocs and Mechs? Because that, that opens up some real Tier 4 shenanigans where you can build two perfect Ball of Minions on Tier 4. So I, I've, had, I've had games like on Edwin where I stayed on Tier 4 almost the entire game and like won quite convincingly because I just made this like huge Deflectobot had menagerie mayhem quest or so and then two perfect ball of minions and that that's that's dangerous that's annoying to deal with where you have massive deflecto and then just a poison ball of minions and that's technically also menagerie where you're throwing in a bunch of types it's just amalgams so i'd say the main thing with menagerie is understanding that you just want to make the play that makes you strongest so that you can level and upgrade your board later don't take the huge tempo loss to make the perfect AFK board because let's say you do get to I have a Hydra, I have a Cyclone, and I've got my you know two or three other types. Let's say they're all cleaves or divine shield, right? You get the elemental cleave, you get the beast cleave, you get the bronze ward and like all that. that. Yeah, that's so if that is handed to you on the way up, okay. great. Okay. Sure. But if that means that you're staying one or two extra turns on tier four, you are taking your pay cut in terms of stats. Where you're like, I got to get rid of this uh, fairly large uh, elemental or dragon because I need to switch it into a two and one bronze warder to then start scaling. That that hypothetical perfect lineup isn't going to win because you're still only scaling off a light fang. Uh, you're just not going to get there. Or let's say you're but playing Light Brandon. Fang is the best card in the game. You know, this guy <laughs> is living in the past. That's like a long, yeah. <laughs> we, we used to, Light Fang used to be the nuts. Triple yeah. in the Light Fang was, ah, yeah. second place minimum. Nice. Yeah. Right, so, yeah, that, that was good shit. But yeah, so, so Light Fang's still a fine, fine tempo too, right? Like if you think about it, it's, it's a renewable jug. So that is good to have on your board, but you're not going to take a jug into the late game, right? It's like, okay, if I have Snickersnack and a jug on my board, that's essentially... I win, like... right? Yeah, yeah. That's what Lifefang players yeah. do, right? They Problem have Snickersnack and a jug on their board, and they're like, I've won. <laughs> it's over. <Yeah. laughs> you have and, to and think about they... it like that, yeah. <laughs> and then you see a Gallywix with AP Empire, who's mm -hmm. like, my Lifefang didn't keep up kick <laughs> 
So you got to keep that in the back of your head that if somebody pops off, I, I guess what happens, right, is there's power creep is there are just so much more efficient ways of scaling. Like right. Theo is a great example right now. So I think if you are in a menagerie setup, you are trying to move into Theodore to make three killer units and then, you know, fill in the blanks, like I said, later on with right. Queen and, and Leroy. But there's also Dargaze, right? You could be playing menagerie with, say, a ball of minions in a bonker, and then you triple into a Dargaze, and the Dargaze takes over because you have a lot more potential in the Dargaze than with the Light Fang because you can add the Pumbaa, for more um, gem generation, you can get a second Dargaze. You can gem transfer, which is also so much better than Lightfang. Because if you have to get out of a Lightfang unit, the stats are gone, right? You're not getting anything out of that. If you have to get out of a Dargaze unit, you can transfer those gems first. And then, you know, sell the small unit and add the Leroy, the Selfless, whichever unit you have to replace it with. But the stats have been saved. So, you know, Dargaze far superior. So I, I guess my, my point is that a lot of the time when you have Menagerie, you're either trying to upgrade it to a Theo or you're trying to kind of move into something that's a little bit more towards one type. So like Bran, Ball of Minions, maybe one or two more Murlocs and gradually Toxfin them, get a Dark Gaze, maybe you get Orgozoa and then you just, you know, once again, like Ball of Minions is really the connective tissue there where that's, that is your bridge between you have your Menagerie and then you move into one other type like let's mm -hmm. say the orgozoa then gives you more nagas and then suddenly you're playing um like wranglers and you go into a cleave comp that happens all the time for me i start out menagerie-esque i have my light fang and my hydra and then i get like two wranglers and stuff and i'm like all right fuck this i'm just buffing the cleave right because again same concept i'm making one or two killer units and i can much easier just fill my board later with other good units whereas if you're playing that light fang you have just all mediocre units and that, like, if, if you are trying to get five, six good units at the same time instead of making three killer units, you're just going to be at a disadvantage because your stats aren't going to be large enough to contest the person that has the three killer units and then just supplements with Leroy and Queen later. So that, that's really what it comes down to is, like, try to condense your stats more, either through Gems, through Wrangler, through Theo, whatever you have, and then add those good tech units, right? Like, a Blaster could be a great addition to your board. If you're not very Divine Shield heavy... You take out enemy Leroy's. Uh, you know, we talk about Selfless Baron all the time. We talk about Queen Leroy all the time. Um, but it could also be something silly like, I'll just play like a naked module. Like, let's say, you know, your opponent has two Deflectobots and you couldn't get a Blaster. Naked module tanks two, like, 40 damage Divine Shields. That's good as well. So, yeah, anyways. I'll uh, I'll leave it there because that's, that's my little rant on the Monarch. Because it's, it's hard to explain that. It's hard to say, oh, just... Just go with the flow and then transition into something else. <laughs> so that would that be your your main advice? Like, if you want to play Menagerie, right, and, and you have a Light Fang, just use the initial cards as a bridge to play something else better. I if you're gonna stick to Menagerie, you like the units that you have, then Theo is usually the option. But if you're not uh, using that, you can usually take one or two because you, normally you'll have like one or two. Like one good actual, you know, either cleave or it's a divine shield. Use that as your bridge to fully transition into that comp. Another nice thing is if you're running a ball of minions, right? That can always be an easy way to bridge things, you know. So if you have good card, double ball of minions, very easy to be very flexible based on what you get and play around the ball more than the other cards you get. Something like that, or 
Yeah, yeah, and Ball of Minions in particular, if it's not a Murloc lobby, you have huge incentive to keep the pair and then triple and sell the triple because that's that's a huge amount of stats you'll gain. So that's another cool little thing about getting a Ball of Minions pair early. But no, I think you summarized it quite well where you use the tempo and then you're trying to look to get into some higher end scaling. So essentially, I'm just trying to get the point across that you shouldn't be taking temporary losses in um, tempo to build your ideal comp because whatever you have in mind with your Hydra, your Cyclone and stuff isn't what you're going to be playing anyway unless, you know, there's a Theo pumping because the, the Light Fang and the Brand are, are generally not going to get there. That's very true. While we were talking, you made me think about another card that I wanted to discuss and I wanted to know your thoughts on. It. All right, let's throw it out there. Is it Leader? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not Leader. No, <laughs> that's a good callback. Uh, no, I, I want to tell you your thoughts on Hogger, right? Like, oh, what okay. what goes through your head? Like, what do you think about it? Is it good, balanced, fine? Uh, what, what's your thoughts on that? Mm. Overall, it's still a fun card, but at high level, it's getting a little repetitive, a little boring. We're like, oh, well, they got Tony and Hogger. So I, I, I think that the the main issue, if you were to say there's an issue, is Tony, where we talked about that back in the day where they made Tony from five to four. Uh -huh. And we're like, why? This was supposed to be the Hard, nuts, right? Yeah. yeah, this was supposed to be your extremely high risk investment where if this pays off you in the money you got the golden hogger things are amazing but the amount of times i see people procking uh hoggers with tony uh, against the ghost and then they just go on to win the lobby it's it's getting a little repetitive and, and that's that's also just what happens when you have great players they start to figure things out and hogger is just one of those cards that it's the preferred tool of the high level player because if you have infinite Not money me. no <laughs> But sure right yeah I, I like i've been it. playing i don't play a ton of hogger myself i don't really reconnect and all that i'll play it when it's given of course but uh, i see a lot of really high-ranked players they go through some extreme lengths to yeah, force they do they do man, <laughs> they absolutely do man they're like i see them forcing that shit so often and i mean it makes sense because if you get it online you win yeah you have infinite money so you can counter whatever your opponent throws at you right mm -hmm. You can get the Golden Blaster Selfless, Golden Baron. You can have unlimited money to roll for White Man if you're against Baron Comp. So you're just, you got your shit covered. Like, you will win. Like, sometimes you have a good setup and you're like, oh, I lost because someone else got Pirates, <laughs> right? So right, right. APM Pirates play, APM um, Pirates is that only comp where you get it together. You're like, oh, yeah, I win. Unless I met, because if I lose, it's my fault, right? I did something wrong. <laughs> So, yeah, like, that's why yeah, high level I, players love it. It's like if I lose, it's my fault. Legitimately, exactly. <laughs> that's always the case. If yeah. you get APM Pirates online, you know we're talking some very very big exceptions here. Where let's say there is someone else playing APM Pirates and it's a Gallywix and they got on the line earlier and yeah. couldn't yeah. scale it. Up. Yeah, Gallywix especially... is like ruins <laughs> Like Gallywix is like ah oh, no, they they they're one. <laughs> they won. It doesn't matter. Well, if, <laughs> if you get APM Pirates online before them you'll be bigger because you're both infinite anyway. It doesn't matter that they're Gallywix. Like, once you're infinite, you're infinite. They don't have an advantage because they're Galley. Uh, but what if they have if the Gallywix or something? Yeah, 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 of course. There, there are, you know, so I did want to say there are some very small exceptions where you don't 100% win every time you get APM Pirates online, assuming that you play it perfectly. But especially um, if you use a reconnect button, which 
once again, the, the players that force this, they definitely use that reconnect button because, you know, they, they're definitely going to want to be big enough, which I'm totally fine with, right? I, I used to reconnect a lot in the past. I don't do it anymore, really. You sound, because, like, a, you uh, sound like an addict. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a recovering reconnector for sure. Yeah, I, I, used to, I used to get out of that. You know, one of the best feelings is you put like a hogger and a Tony down with a Void Lord, and then you're just like, all right, I'm already reconnecting. Let's go, baby. <laughs> That happens all the time. Or they just I see them do that as well, right? If I watch the stream, they just like play the Tony and the Hogger, boom, reconnect. Let's go. They just get started. Uh but I, I don't really like it for the stream experience. It's more yeah. fun if people can watch the fights. <clears throat> and and it's also great for tournaments, right? It's not a crutch. Yeah. Like I can play AP Empires in a tournament, it's the same experience. Like I can play AP Empires on Asia and I'll be okay-ish with it. Whereas I bet that for people who reconnect and routinely make these like 1,000, 1,000 salties or whatever, they just like you know they're just getting super frustrated by playing on Asia. I'm like, I could have been so much bigger. It's like, I just need to be big enough to beat the next guy. It's fine. Uh, so a anyways, uh, that was a bit of a, a sidestep, little tangent. But the, 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 the verdict for me is that Hogger is fun, and I think for most of the player base, it's a fine card where it actually brings sufficient risks. Uh, I see that all the time as well on Reddit, people with their like Hogger boards, and then they're like sixth or fifth, and like, oh my god. They just have to explain, like, yeah, if you have a bunch of pirates without Divine Shield, then yeah, you can die to poison. <laughs> that is a thing. But at high level, I think it's a bit problematic, where it's too easy to get Golden Hogger with Tony. I guess I'll put it that way. And then you give a high-level player infinite money. It's so often that I look at it and it's like, okay, I can't play for first anymore. Like, I just don't even have the illusion of <laughs> being able to play. You know, unless my opponent's going to mess up where they're somehow not resistant to poison. But they pretty much always have the Golden Blaster, Golden Baron, Golden Selfless, and then that alone is already 18 AoE, so it was like going to kill any Manta or Leroy you have. Yeah. Either way, uh, I'm, I'm not sure that's what you were going for, but that's that's where I'm at on the card. Overall, not too big of a problem, but at high level, so, it gets a little repetitive. So Shady, I don't go in asking questions, expecting a specific answer from you, Shady, okay? Let's just throw that out there. Okay, so your answer is your answer. I'm just like... But there's maybe something that prompted the question, right? Oh, Where yeah, because... Okay, yeah, that's true. Uh, um, So, I do hear a lot of people, you know, specifically high-level people, talk about, like, ooh, you know, these cards are problems, you know, like, and, and you know, Enhanced Mechanic, right? Or the Enhanced Quest is one of them. Hogger's another way. I, I think a lot of people are like, ah, this is just like annoying and, and frustrating and like, oh, you get Hogger. It's too easy to proct or that. Right. So I just kind of wanted to hear like your thoughts on it. Like, do you agree with right, that right. Or, or, or so? Like, right. uh, yeah. And I I, searched, I, I, I was kind of lying. <laughs> I, I kind of come in. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's it sounds weird because I don't want to be that that old man Grinch be like mm, this card is bad this card is bad this, the only card that's good is when I can play my Theodore and the rest is imbalanced right, 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 right. Uh, because you know you you do want to keep some flavor in and I think Hogger is incredibly fun to play I think there's a lot of players who just their sole purpose is okay let me just try to get APM Pirates I just want to have fun so I don't want to take that away from them I think the only problem is that the, the Tony, Tony just makes it too common right like. You can you can have several games per day where you lose to an AP Empire. Yeah, yeah, and and when but, we were watching yeah. the um, like the Lobby Legends tournament, it was pretty mm -hmm. much if Pirates were in this one, 
there was like yeah. that was it <laughs> fires are in this way because it's just like that's the best way to play the game and there's no like what are you gonna do if i get it like i win right so everyone's yeah, just yeah. forcing it and the person who did get it ends up winning and it's kind of funny like because like some people had like no business winning like they had they were like two hp <laughs> like and then they yeah, got and it and then they won and i was just like okay <laughs> yeah if you are mechanically uh, skilled enough which pretty much every player at high mmr is you can you can turn a hoggerboard in two turns, right? Like you can go from complete ass, like just garbage board, into oh, this is the best board in the lobby now. Yeah, two turns. That's all. Like one turn with reconnecting, but we're playing tournaments, right? right. So like, let's say two turns. Two turns is all you need. You turn a board that's <laughs> the worst in the lobby to the best in the lobby, and that should probably not be possible. Honestly, right? there were there were some aspects of it was a little bit frustrating because. The like the the European players also did this, but they couldn't they couldn't win right because they were slower than the Asia players with the same board setup, just because like yeah. of the lag. So it's just like there was a lag advantage. Like oh, only the Asian players could actually run it fast enough in two turns to transition to the win. So I was just oh, like, ah, oh, they lost because. Uh... I, I will say that um, we have seen this though with Asia Pacific players playing on an A, playing on a U, mm-hmm. and still and still being off. faster. I assume. So well, not being faster, but being fast enough that you're not dying, right? And then uh, as long as you're not dying with the auger, you'll get there. So I think we're talking specific encounters where you're either fighting a counter APMer or someone with dark gaze or something yeah. is also pumping. So. I, I obviously I hear what you're saying, and it is a thing. It can be denied that if you're playing on your home server, you have an advantage if mm-hmm. you're playing hog. Yeah, yeah. Because you just you're just smaller. Yeah. Like, yeah, you neither of you is finishing your turn, but the one is getting more actions in than the other. Dude, so if we you're were, going we up, were watching yeah. one player, the spectator couldn't keep up. They were the yeah. spectator was like two minutes behind. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> what is going on? They couldn't they couldn't show him anymore because he was just like still in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> still doing the action yeah, so I was just like, okay but that definitely happens and especially if you're say spectating someone on ladder and they're reconnecting i i i have a game where i was watching uh shuva lord right mm-hmm. so he loved horse like that's one of the players like half the games i fight him he's patches i swear to god the guy just lives for forcing auger and the um i was spectating him one time and then i went from the end of his game into turn four of the next game that's how far there was a buff lagger behind. But I went straight into turn fucking four of the next game. It's insane. Like, yeah. So that's that's that should tell you about fights and animations and spectator mode being slower, etc. But that's that's hilarious. So, uh, anyways, yeah. That's the that's the hogger take. So yeah, I I, I do want to be careful to not be that person that just. It's like, oh, this you don't want to be blamed for killing Hogger, is that what you're saying? Exactly. I don't want to be like, ah, oh, well, I guess I have Shady to thank for this. I can't do anything. <laughs> Just tone down the the Tony, right? So that the access to gold and because we were playing APM Pirates still uh, without Tony. Yeah, that that yeah. happened. Yeah. but it felt more natural. Where like, okay, I got a Hogger, I got a second Hogger. We did okay. have Hamul then. I will say that is true, but a lot of the time you were doing this on five and true, but yeah, yeah, Hamul a lot of the time gave you the second hogger or the hogger and then the full pirate shop, so that is true. Um, but even pre Hamul, right? Like, as long as hogger has existed, we've done APM, yeah, that's fair, yeah. It's just now with Tony, it's extremely common compared Mm -hmm. to what it used to be, and I, I do think that it should be a build that's reserved for like ah. 
it's i got lucky yeah 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 i got lucky it's a hogger game like i don't think this should be the norm i don't think you should be like going into a game like all right let's try to force hogger so sure you can have that mentality like i'll buy every hogger i see which is fair but not just like i'll buy a hogger tony boom here you go i did have this role i wasn't gonna play i wasn't i had no intention of playing pirates but i wrote double hogger double peggy and I was just like, uh, I guess I have I guess. To oh, God. Yeah, if you said that, that would have been so, like, I would have, like, a lot of players would have cringed at that. But, like, oh, I can't believe it. Yeah. I mean, I, it was an easy win, right? <laughs> I was yeah, just, yeah, of course, of course. I was, I was just that, like, ah. Because you're also generating stats from the get-go. Yeah, it was, it was too strong. I, I was like, uh, I guess I have to win. <laughs> I guess I have to win now. Say I just have to win now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that that kind of thing is always it's always like that those are the type of moments where you're like okay i guess you know i guess you know bob was being very nice to him it shouldn't be like oh he rode peggy tony or hogger tony i guess he wins now like yeah you know that's the only requirement it's a bit too much um but yeah i i just wanted to get your thoughts on that da, da, da. Yeah, you know there's there's always these things and then the last thing though i did we don't really have a topic for is just like the feel how you feel of this like holiday lull or or, or so because um they do do this like i, I think um they get breaks during the like the december season you know which is fair like i'm not blaming them but but you know for the player base right it has to be said um the player base is used to getting patches every two weeks you know where there is some some change and then during this season you you'll, you'll go a month you know or so like it's been I, I think it's been more than a month since we had like the big patch we did have the um enhanceo change but you you did mention like that could have already been pre-planned just like to yeah. delay it right so like i would say like it's been more than a month where you've had like oh this is like a big change or so and you always have like people complaining right people don't be like ah oh, dude they're dude it's died you're not doing anything what's your thoughts on like just like having uh no changes for like an extended period of time because they do do this regularly I I personally, right, I don't mind that right. because it also gives me a little bit of time to to chill. Okay. Whereas I let's say that this was a Lobby Legends qualifying period, and mm -hmm. let's say that there's a a new ish meta to learn, I mm. would feel that pressure to just go hard. Mm. So, from a perfect from a completely selfish point of view, mm -hmm. I don't mind that rhythm at all. But I can absolutely understand that for um, more casual players who just want to have content and so like okay i've seen it i've seen this meta i want to play something new this is not my career right whatever <laughs> then yeah that is that is annoying where you're like okay i've seen it i want something else and right. also from a pure pure content creator point of view if you are wanting to go hard and stream a lot and do everything then yeah it would also be better to have more frequent changes because there's a little bit more motivation intrinsically, I guess, to learn something new. And then it's also, um, I guess, better for viewership. But I, I do think that a lot of people that watch, they kind of just want to watch the streamer play BGs. And it's not like too bad if it's a, a similar meta. I think it's mostly for the players. I think for the viewers, the, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, I mean, the, but the player base is like it is. It is pretty important, right? Like, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I do think that from pure, from almost every player, right? Because I, we bring ourselves up as examples mm -hmm. because that's our experience. 
but we are not the <laughs> the target audience here. We are not uh, the pl- the players that matter when it comes to the, the scale of things. Yeah, and, and for for those players, I think that that's that's not a great time to go through because you might just get a little burnt out on the game, and then that's where players go to different games and whether they come back or not, we don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess so. You you definitely have to see. Um, my experience. Well, I mean, I, is it even fair? Like, I've played different games. You have not. Yeah, you don't have an experience this month. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I it does. I guess I can't even talk about it too much. But you know, if there were changes, maybe no, no. The, like the 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 main draw is lobby legends, right? Like, it, I don't yeah. think it matters what the change would be. I'd probably you know I'd probably be in the same feeling of like ah, there's no lobby legends, so I don't care as much. Which they... which is exactly the thing I I wanted to also bring up where that doesn't matter for once again like ninety nine points whatever percent right, of the players right, right. they don't care if it's a lobby legends month or not. So we we, we shouldn't even use that right when we're talking about this. Uh, yeah, right. I'm talking about my experience, so I, 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 I guess my it doesn't. It's not relevant. I agree with you. Like, most players like they care about new content, right? They're like they're not thinking. Ah, is it a lobby legends month? Ah, I guess I'm not playing. Like, <laughs> they're, you know, they're not. They're not having that thought process. So I see what you're saying. It's more like, oh, is there new content for me to enjoy? Uh, you know that kind of thing. Um, and it's, it, you know. It's it's definitely hard to put out new content every month. You know, that, that's balanced and, and and feels fun and feels like not rushed, per se. So and, and definitely this, if you're gonna have a lull, this is the time, right? Like the December month, I guess, where yeah things wind down. So again, from a purely selfish point, I like it. I like the chill moment where like this is what looks like a stupid thing, right? But I enjoy. Um, like I usually have a pretty strict schedule where I'm like, okay, I'm going to optimize because I, I like being at my best. So I'm going to get up at the same time. I'm going to eat the foods that I know are going to make me sharp and all that. And it's nice to be able to be like, you know what? I'm going to eat some shit that's going to make my brain slow. And I'm not going to be in trouble for that where I'm like, ah, it's a lovely legend qualification. But now I lost the day or so because I couldn't play properly and had to play on Smurf or whatever. So shit like that where, you know, people might enjoy some alcohol, et cetera. And that also is probably not so conducive if you're trying to qualify and you're hungover, et cetera. So, yeah, again, from a purely selfish point of view and for other competitors, it's probably nice to have this break okay. where you're not just on the whole the whole year but yeah for for your average player it doesn't matter i feel that i feel that jd it sounds good to me i think we've covered everything i wanted to talk about which was nothing but we covered everything else (laughs) so (laughs) sounds good thank you guys for joining us here thank you guys for this feedback uh you can find us on twitch twitter if it still exists that kind of thing and uh I will be playing afterwards, so I guess you can you can stick around if you want. And uh, any any final words for you, Shady? That kind of thing. Uh, good to be back. I guess good to be back. Were you not back? What does that we mean? We were we were gone for a week. So ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean oh, you you're like ah, oh, the podcast is back. Okay, I see. What you're yeah, saying. exactly. I just, you know, want to empathize with the viewers who are waiting, right? It's like oh. Where's my weekly podcast? We're we're back now. Here we are. All right. Take care. We'll see you guys later. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy holidays. All that good stuff. And we'll see you next week. Unless we're not here. But then she will be mad at me. So I guess I'll see you.
<laughs> we'll make it happen. Yeah. All right.